Hello and welcome to SEO is not that hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. I'm an affiliate marketer, SEO, and I've been building and monetizing websites for over 20 years. I've built sites from the ground up, bought sites, and sold sites in large exits. I'm here to share with you the SEO knowledge, hints, and tips I've built up over the years. Today, I'm going to talk about programmatic SEO. So what is programmatic SEO? Well, really, it's just a way of creating web pages at scale. So rather than creating each individual web page, post by post, page by page, what you do is you use automated tools, whether ones you've built yourself or ones that you've bought off the shelf, to create essentially almost an unlimited number of um, web pages based upon some programmatic rules. So let's start with an example. That's the easiest way. So if you were to go to Google and search for pet-friendly Airbnb Edinburgh, then you'll see Airbnb ranking um, probably in the number one position, I imagine, but it is for me, definitely. And they've got a, a page with the title Pet-Friendly Home Rentals in Edinburgh. And if you visit that page, you'll see a dedicated landing page on Airbnb's site all about pet-friendly home rentals in Edinburgh. Um, and it has lots of different... Um, so Airbnbs that you can rent that allow pets. They've got things like pet-friendly house rentals, pet-friendly home rentals with a pool, um, all based in the Scotland area and right around Edinburgh. And if you did the same for pretty much any city or place in the world, you will get a very similar looking page with very similar content, but all dedicated to the particular area um, that you're searching for. Now, there's no way that Airbnb could profitably build these pages individually. So they've created them programmatically using programmatic SEO. These programmatic pages that often they target lower competition or low traffic keywords where to create them manually would just take too long and wouldn't generate enough traffic for the amount of time it would take for a person to go and manually create and then keep those pages up to date. So they use programmatic techniques. The two key elements for programmatic SEO are templates and a database of content. So in the example of the Airbnb pet-friendly um, pages, they have a template for that page where certain elements will stay the same, but other elements will change depending upon the location that's being targeted. So key ones would obviously, titles like top-rated pet-friendly home rentals in that's going to be the same everywhere. And then they're just going to change the location like Edinburgh, London, Manchester. That location will change on every part of the page where it mentions a particular place. They will also change the um, from the database the content of what properties are available to rent based upon the location that you're searching for. So you'll, obviously you'll see different properties listed in Manchester compared to Edinburgh. Um, there might also be other content on the pages like hero images. There might be a hero image of Edinburgh on the Edinburgh page and a hero image of Manchester on the Manchester page. So it means you can set this template up that you then dynamically populate from a database, and in this case, a database of pet-friendly rentals based on the location. Now, I've done this myself um, plenty of times on websites before I even realised that, you know, that it was a term called programmatic SEO. Um, we use the term called database-driven website. So you're basically creating a website uh, that is powered by content from a that you keep in a database, and then you 
um, put that content through page templates that change depending on um, certain um, variables. So, for example, on broadband.co.uk, we built a database of broadband providers and the deals these broadband providers offered. And then we created landing page templates um, for providers and for deals. So, for example, there would be um, a provider page and it could be BT, it could be EE, it could be any broadband provider um, for the landing page and they would use the, the common template and then it would just populate the uh, images and details and features of that broadband provider based upon content it drew from the database. So if we wanted to manage um, the um, deals and the, and, the, and the information about the providers, we didn't have to go and edit individual pages every time. We just had to keep our database up to date and then that would flow through the templates programmatically and keep our website up to date and create all those pages for us. But what a question that people ask is, do I need um, coding skills to do program programmatic SEO? The very word programmatic makes it sound like you might need to be able to code. Now, the answer is yes and no, depending on the site. So Airbnb, some of the sites I've created, yeah, definitely we create them all bespoke. Airbnb will be all bespoke and there'll be lots of programmers involved in that. Um, but you don't have to do it that way. Nowadays, there are plenty of plugins and tools for um, common CMSs like WordPress that allow you to create pages in bulk and keep them up to date in bulk um, just based off a database that could be as simple as a Google Sheets um, document which you keep um, the information, the data, the data in a simple spreadsheet uh, which the plugin then um, connects to and will then populate and keep pages up to date from that through WordPress with no coding required whatsoever. There's one I've experimented with myself recently called El Pagery that works really quite well. That's just building content from a from a Google Sheet. And yeah, and so you don't need coding skills necessarily to get started with programmatic SEO nowadays. Um, so yeah, it's not a barrier to entry anymore. The probably the hard part um, to create. Uh, a programmatic SEO site is building a database of content to base those pages around. On Broadband UK, it was essentially a full-time job. We employed somebody full-time just to maintain the provider and deals database, and they spent the whole time just keeping on top of the market, keeping on top of what all the different broadband providers were offering, and then sort of creating that mainly creating that database and keeping it up to date. So our site was always up to date. There are options like you can find, you can actually buy databases online of, um, of various things. So just if you have a Google for sort of um, database uh, databases of um, data sets, you can probably find ones to build around that. I mean, places like Airbnb, obviously they've got a database of places in the world. Um, and, you know, that kind of database can easily be purchased online. But you've still got to find some other content to build in with it. Um, and that can, I say, can be the hardest part. But that's where your creativity and that's where you're going to be able to differentiate yourself from other sites by finding and mixing data sets together to be able to create some useful content that um, people want to find and that you can monetize. So it all sounds rosy so far. Are there any risks? Well, there are. Because if you do this poorly if you don't do it well what you can end up doing is creating lots and lots of low quality um, pages with low quality content and poor design and you can actually end up um, being penalized by google for this they they consider um, overdoing it and doing it in a poor low quality way as creating doorway pages and they don't like doorway pages for the reason that it fills up their index you know you, you can create hundreds of thousands if not even millions of pages very quickly almost instantly using programmatic seo and if you're just filling it up with loads of crap 
um, that, that provides no value to people, then Google is going to penalize you and, and consider it as doorway pages. So you've got to be able to, um, to, to provide value. You know, you're not just create, you're not just bombing the SERPs and trying to just pick up incredible amounts of low volume traffic. Um, you've actually got to still provide something that's worthwhile for people. Just because it's low volume doesn't mean it has to be low quality. So that's one thing you've got to be careful of avoiding getting penalized like that. The other issue is, especially for new sites, is trying to get all these pages indexed because you can create so many pages so quickly, um, but you then have to have have them indexed. If Google isn't indexing them, then you, you're not creating any value for anyone, not even yourself. Um, so getting those pages found, crawled and indexed is another um, risk that you've got to contend with. And that's why in the first instance, obviously you do use good internal linking when you're creating these pages, things like breadcrumbs so that the search engine can easily find them. But also you've got to have a certain amount of authority in your site because there is a limit to how much um, Google will crawl and index, especially on a brand new site. Um, so that is the risk of don't overdo it too quickly in the first instance. But done well, Programmatic SEO can help you maintain great and useful content and far more efficiently than trying to manually edit pages. The template system it allows you to make changes to your templates that uh, which then updates across whole sections of your site in an instant without having to go and re-edit lots of individual pages to try and achieve the same effect. But really, to be totally effective, it needs to be part of a holistic approach to content on your website. You're still going to need non-programmatic non SEO content, such as like long-form guides and the other type of content that will really make you a well-rounded authority site. So, yeah, I would say I've used programmatic SEO for 20 years. Um, plenty, of, plenty of people do. It's not rocket science. It's nothing overly clever. All it is is it's a way of scaling content production and then managing um, large-scale content production and updates over time. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard is brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now and see you in the next episode of SEO is Not That Hard.